So I've got a story for you today about what I remember to be the most nervous moment of my entire basketball career. And my goal in sharing this story with you is to actually give you a set of tools that you can use to not only understand nervousness and anxiety and overthinking and worry and things of that nature that you, uh, we all experience on the basketball court from time to time, but actually give you a set of tools for dissolving that nervousness and anxiety really easily and really quickly, okay? And uh, this is going to be a really strong set of tools for you. So pay close attention to this one. If you need to take notes, do that. Um, you may want to try a few of these things as we're speaking through them um, because again they're going to be really really powerful tools for you to have in your tool belt as you um, go through life as a basketball player so I will begin by sharing that story with you which <laughs> it happened in my sophomore year and going into my sophomore year and all throughout my basketball career actually my goal was to play on varsity as a sophomore so um, here in Canada we we go we basically just label it as like 9th, 10th, 11th, and 12th grade. And so as a 10th grader, I wanted to play on the varsity team one year early. And I'd been telling the coach that for as long as I had been in high school. I said, you know, I want to play, I want to move up a year early. I want to play on varsity as a sophomore. And for whatever reason, in my area, that was just not done. It was very traditional. All the coaches said, you know, you play on junior varsity as a, you know, ninth and 10th grader. And um, in 11th and 12th grade, you play on varsity. And that's that. They don't really buck the system. And so my coach was very kind of nervous about doing that, very hesitant. And yet I just kept on him and kept on him and kept on him. And ultimately, he gave me one shot to play on varsity early. So this is where that most nervous moment of my career came in. He basically said to me that I could try out for varsity and that I could play in one exhibition game. I had one exhibition game to prove that I could be a real contributor on varsity. He wasn't going to move me up to be a bench player. He wasn't going to move me up to be a role player. He said, like, you've got to be a real, um, not necessarily a star, but for sure a starter. And I had to be a real contributor, one of the best players on varsity. Otherwise, he just wasn't going to do it. He wanted his decision to be justified. Fair enough. So he, he says to me, you're going to start in the first exhibition game of the season at shooting guard. We happened to be playing a team that had the best shooting guard in the Catholic League in our area that season. And so his name was Jordan. So I'm going to be matched up against Jordan, who's several years older than me in my only chance to fulfill this goal that I'd always had during my basketball career of being moved up to senior, uh, to be moved up on, to varsity as a sophomore. So <laughs> this is where the most nervous moment of my career comes in. Before that game, I am in the locker room visibly shaking. And I looked at a friend of mine and he was like, whoa, are you okay? I, I, I must have been, been like ghost white. I, I remember running into the stall thinking I was going to throw up. Thankfully, I didn't. But my whole body, not only were my hands doing this, my body was doing that. It was like vibrating and I was so nervous before this game that I almost felt like I was outside my body I was like up here rather than in my body it was uh really really jarring actually so this goes on throughout all of warm-ups I'm trying to like you know bring myself back down to earth and like get some semblance of stability but it's just not happening I, I kind of stagger through warm-ups I'm on the bench I must not have heard anything that my coach said going into the game I walk out at to center court for jump ball I look out across from me and there's that shooting guard Jordan and I'm thinking like all right here we go one chance <laughs> one chance to do this 
Um, they win the jump ball. They go down to the other end. Don't remember if they scored or not, but I do remember what happened next because on the first possession that we had, I find myself at the top of the key. I take one dribble. I cross over on Jordan. He pokes the ball out, strips me down to the other end, wide open, uncontested layup. First possession of the game. <laughs> next thing you know, whistle blows. Coach is pulling me out and he sits me on the bench next to him and he says, collect yourself. Like he could see how nervous I was. He said, collect yourself, get your together <laughs> and I'm gonna put you back out there in a minute. So something happened when I was sitting on that bench. It was almost like I hit rock bottom and like splattered on the ground so hard that it couldn't have gone any worse. You know, like worst fears confirmed. Couldn't have gone any worse. And sitting on the bench, I realized there's nothing else to worry about. Like that is as bad as it could possibly go. And I'm already thinking like, all right, back down to junior I go. Like he's not gonna move me up for the rest of the season. So I'm just gonna play however I play. And I, I didn't have any of the tools that I'm about to share with you, but for whatever reason, I managed to kind of find my mind going blank because there was just nothing else to worry about. It couldn't have gone any worse. <laughs> and so by, it was sort of like lightning struck my mind and like short circuited the whole system. It just stopped. And I didn't feel good by any stretch of the imagination. I wasn't feeling confident and upbeat and energetic, but at least I wasn't worried. I wasn't thinking. There was nothing else that I could possibly be thinking about. And uh, by the time he sent me back out onto the floor, I found myself catching the ball on the wing and hitting my first three of the game. I hit another three shortly after that. And then by the end of the game, I found myself with 16 points against the best shooting guard in the Catholic League that season. We weren't in the Catholic League. This was an exhibition game. So it wasn't a team that we'd be facing off with during the season. But 16 points in my first game. He moved me up to senior, uh, to, to varsity. We call it senior in Canada. Moved me up to varsity that year, and I averaged, uh, I believe, nine or 10 points, I think like nine and a half points a game. I was a third team league all-star that season and had a really, really strong season playing up as a sophomore on varsity, all because my mind finally went blank. <laughs> we know this in deep game as law number one, the law of presence, which states that uh, performance increases as thought decreases. Performance increases as thought decreases. So in other words, the less you think, uh, the better you are going to play. And what we find is that every problem of nervousness and anxiety and worry and self-doubt that we face on the basketball court, really when it boils down to it, is a problem of overthinking. It's a problem of overthinking. If you, uh, you, you can look at nervousness like this, okay? Nervousness, um, in a sense, sort of equates to excitement multiplied by worry. Excitement, really, people describe this as butterflies, but it's a, it's a physical sensation in your body, okay? It's a rising excitement in your body. Worry is um, simply projections into the past and the future. We, we talk about the law of presence. This worry does not exist in the present moment. It's always a projection of what may happen in the future or what did happen in the past and what uh, consequences there may be of that past happening. So nervousness equals excitement multiplied by worry. If we remove the thinking and the worry, all we have left is excitement. It's physical sensation in the body, which is very easy to handle, right? A little bit of... Um, you know, butterflies in your stomach, that nothing wrong with that. You can totally handle that. The problem occurs when we start to think about it and we start to project into the future and overthink and that multiplies those butterflies until eventually you're physically shaking and like out of your body like I was uh, bent over that stall thinking I was gonna throw up before the game. 
So we find that if we can simply get down out of our mind, dissolve the overthinking and get into the body, the nervousness and the anxiety, essentially if we stop thinking, the nervousness and the anxiety and the worry and the doubt, that all goes away and all we're left with is just physical energy, excitement. So how do we do this? right? And I'm going to give, give you some tools now, but what I want to explain, this may be a little bit technical, um, not too technical, but it's, it's important to understand for uh, our more advanced practitioners. So our body, of course, as we all know, runs on what you might call energy or bioelectricity. When we are overthinking, the energy of our body is rising, okay? It's all rising up into our head and it's not cycling back down. The energetic systems of the body are meant to cycle. And so, um, one model of looking at the energetic circuitry of the body is that energy flows down the front of the body and up the back of the body in this cycle. If there's obstruction, meaning a blockage at any point or energy is becoming stagnant or stuck in one area, you are going to find that just like in an electrical circuit, you, you get sparks flying off and that may be the nervousness and the anxiety and the worry and um, the, the system kind of gets wacky, right? So when we're overthinking, a lot of energy is accumulating up here and it, it accumulated up here to the point where I was like out of my body actually at one point before that game. Uh, that's an extreme end of the spectrum, but any problem of overthinking is too much energy up here. And so I look at it from an energetic engineering perspective to stop overthinking, we just need to get our energy out of our head down into our body. Put your boots on the ground. One of my teachers calls this like get out of the leaves and into the tree, into the roots of your body. So how do we do this? Um, the first way is simply with posture. And in uh, when I've studied with like old Taoist masters and meditation teachers, one of the first things that they do is teach you how to sink, um, to sink your energy back down out of the head into the body and to root it in the body. This is very, very fundamental in uh, even in martial arts, they do this. You find like in horse stance that that stance is meant to root the body so or root the energy of the body. So one simple way to do this, and one of the first things that they teach is that anytime your energy, your, your weight is um, back on your heel, energy will sink. And anytime energy moves to the, the ball of your foot onto your toes, energy will rise, okay? So a simple way, if you're out there on the basketball court, is just to kind of drop back onto your heels and energy will sink back down. It'll sink back down out of your head and into your body. This will give you a more rooted presence on the floor and uh, just kind of soften that tendency to overthink. So root yourself back onto your heels a little bit. You don't lean all the way back, but just bend your knees slightly and get yourself back down onto your heels into the ground. You can almost picture like roots going down into the ground. And uh, this is the first step. You will also find that anytime you are really nervous and anxious, most often, the front of your body is contracted, okay? And this is very important because energy, again, drops down out of the head into the body, down the front. So if the front of your body is contracted like this, um, not only does that make you smaller, both physically and energetically, but it's uh, like a kink in the hose in the front. For energy to drop all the way down smoothly, we need to be open in the front. So simply pulling your shoulders back into alignment, uh, you don't 
like stick your chest out and pull it all the way back because again, that's gonna kink the hose in the back. We just bring yourself back into alignment, straighten the front of your body. You will find that your solar plexus, your diaphragm will be contracted quite often if you are very nervous and anxious or getting small. So open that back up and just breathe down the front of your body. You can almost picture like energy as you breathe, energy coming down into your belly. This is really, really helpful, down into the belly and with an open front of the body. So you're kind of, your weight is no longer on the front, on the balls of your feet, almost like you're gonna run away. It's back on the heels in that like rooted stance. Energy is uh, flowing down the front in an open way. Um, you know, not exaggerated, not chest forward, not um, uh, contracted forwards like this, but just in an open aligned way. So that's posture. The first thing to do is just adjust your body. The postural, uh, your posture will almost always reflect your state of mind, <clears throat> excuse me. And so anytime that you are, again, getting small, getting nervous, getting contracted, getting anxious, your posture will, it's almost like going into the fetal position, right? This is what your body inherently does. Just open that back up, root yourself back onto your heels. The second thing to do, and we talk about this a little bit in the Deep Game Masterclass, which you should take after this video. If you haven't taken it already, go to deepgame.com to do that now. If you've taken the Masterclass, we're actually gonna go a little bit deeper into this, but we call it body breathing, okay? Body breathing. And very, very simple. We, we've seen like LeBron doing this on the bench on TV. Um, very simple instruction for body breathing. You breathe in through your nose for three seconds, breathe out through your mouth for six seconds, okay? The exhale needs to be twice as long as the inhale. As you're doing this, do it uh, very, see if you can just soften, soften and, and lighten your breath, okay? So you're breathing in, not, not like that, but soft and smooth. Okay, I can feel my nervous system relax. I can feel energy uh, going down into my feet, actually rooting down into my body as I do this. And so you might try this right now. Breathe in through your nose for three seconds and out through the mouth for six. Now, if you do this for several cycles, you'll find that after six breaths, it was found that the entire nervous system will regulate itself after six breaths. For more advanced meditators, you'll feel this immediately, actually. You'll feel it before that, that first exhale is even finished. And I'm gonna take this a step further with you now because it's, it's valuable if um, you almost, especially when you're in that state of overthinking, Imagine the breath going down the front of your body into the belly. So as you breathe in for three seconds, you imagine the breath coming in through the nostrils and down into the belly. Um, ultimately, you wanna actually be able to feel that happening, feel the energy going down into the, into the belly, but you might just imagine it as like um, a sort of white energy, right? White energy coming in, going down into the belly, pooling in the belly, almost like there's this ocean in the, uh, center of your belly and what you find is that there is literally energetically speaking there is an ocean of energy in the lower belly it's a power center um, called the lower dantian and in Taoist practice uh, and in martial arts however and that's why as a as an aside i won't get off on a tangent but in martial arts they root themselves in the lower belly the horse stance is um not only like when, when you see in martial arts, when they get into that like horse stance, when they're getting ready to fight, they're rooted in the belly, in the center of power. So you're imagining this white energy 
in for three seconds going down into the belly. And then you may even imagine it, if you're really overthinking and energy is really stuck up here, you may imagine as you exhale that energy going down into the feet, okay? So it's it will cycle back up, but what we wanna do is drain out the excess energy up here. So um, breath comes in for three seconds down into the belly, breath goes out for six seconds out through the feet. Okay, all the while you're back on your heels a little bit, so it's going into the ground. And from that place, energy will begin to cycle more naturally, more fluidly, your entire body will regulate, your mind will regulate, you'll come down out of the leaves into the tree and you'll be rooted. And what you will find is um, not only will you stop um, overthinking and stop the worrying and stop the nervousness and the anxiety, all of that will begin to dissolve and relax, but your body will actually physically be stronger, okay? The energetic impulses that um, your mind sends to the body to move, <laughs> like every single one of those impulses will be stronger. Your nervous system will be in a state of strength and resource rather than um, strung out and frayed and fried, all right? so. That is, uh, we've gone through posture, we've gone through breath. Third one is actually movement. And this is really helpful if you're really, really jacked up like I was before that game. Sometimes just the posture and the breathing won't be enough. What you can actually do is simply shake, okay? And we see animals do this in the wild. If you see uh, a deer or a, um, you know, a gazelle get chased by a lion in the wild, once the gazelle gets away from the lion, it will have so much nervous energy, this like life and death survival level energy, that it will shake, it will physically shake its body. <laughs> and after a while, that shaking will cease and it will just go about its life once more. It will graze, uh, eat grass, you know, go to sleep, whatever, because it doesn't hold on to any of that energetic charge in its body, in its mind. So what we can do is physically shake and you can shake out your hands like this, you can shake out your body. Um, just physically shaking will discharge a lot of that energy. It's like burning off the steam. Okay. And we use that analogy in the masterclass as well. It's really important that you take that masterclass, by the way. Um, it's going to go into some of this and, and more tools in detail. However, these three things, posture, breath, and movement, shaking, shaking out the fit, the like nervous excess energy is going to really, really help you out. Those three tools, um, they can uh, dissolve just about any excess, nervous, anxious charge that you find. And you might even practice these like as we're going through this talk, as um, you go throughout your day, you know, like there, there are so many times throughout the day that if you really check in with yourself and there, sometimes there's sub perceptual, uh, <laughs> um, sub perceptual, like you, you don't actually register unless you're paying attention, but somebody says something, um, a little bit off to you in the hallway at school, your teacher kind of, um, scolds you for getting a bad grade on a test, you get anxious about the amount of homework that you have, your, your brother or sister annoys you in a certain way. These energetic charges are coming your way all the time. And so a really good practice is actually using these tools like your posture, your breath and movement shaking throughout the day. And so any time that you find yourself with just a little bit of a charge, whether it's uh, really, really strong, like it was for me in the locker room before that game, or just a slight subtle charge, you know, when just a slight annoyance or a worry about something, try these practices. 
and see if you can discharge uh, that excess energy. You'll get better and better at it. They'll become stronger and stronger. You'll be able to root your energy that much more effectively and efficiently. And if you can do it throughout the day continuously, there won't be any buildup in your system. And this is equally important. What you'll find is that if you constantly take on those charges and the, those charges don't get discharged, there's kind of like a traffic jam in your nervous system to the point where you will find people with chronic anxiety, chronic nervousness, chronic fatigue even, um, which is like the um, extreme end of anxiety and nervousness. It's that energetic traffic jam because energy is not cycling through their nervous system fluidly. So um, it's very important, again, to just discharge these charges continuously throughout the day. And so see if you can become aware of when those things happen. Just soften your breathing. You can in for three seconds into the belly, out for six seconds through the feet. Um, these things will really, really, really help you out. And they'll give you that sort of martial level uh, rootedness and groundedness and centeredness and stability that people feel. You'll walk down the hallway at school or you'll be in the locker room with your teammates and everybody else is kind of jittery, just a little bit anxious. And you'll be that rooted, rock solid center of the team that everybody can uh, look to for stability. Like the um, Damian Lillard comes to mind as a perfect example of this. And you can be that player simply by rooting your energy. That's all it is from an engineering, energetic engineering perspective. It's just rooted, stable energy. Their energy is not up here. It's not frayed. It's not over anxious. It's not um, impulsive. It's rooted in the body. And that's all that is, okay? So I hope this helped you out. I know we uh, went through a lot here, but those three practices, very simply, if you simply remember that number one, you will not fix an overthinking problem with more thinking that is like trying to put out a fire with more fire, okay? The only way to stop an overthinking problem and nervousness, anxiety, all of those things fall into the um, category of an overthinking problem the only way to dissolve that is to simply not think, <laughs> not think. And the only way to not think is to get the energy out of your head into the body, out of the leaves, into the tree. The way that we do that is through posture, breath, and movement. And if you do this throughout the day continuously, not only will you get better at it, but your energy will be more consistently rooted and stable and solid. And those around you will look to you for stability. And that is really how you become a, a solid leader on your team, in your community, with your friends, is by having more stable, more rooted, more grounded energy than those around you, okay? So I hope that helped you out. I know we got a little bit technical, but I think some of our more advanced players will appreciate that. And uh, yeah, that is all we have for today. So I will see you in the next one. Hey, it's Coach Taylor. I hope you enjoyed today's talk. And if you did, the best thing to do right now while it's fresh in your mind is go to deepgame.com or click the link in the description and it'll take you to our free Deep Game Masterclass where you'll actually learn the entire Deep Game of basketball with all eight laws and all of the fundamentals that you need to know as a high-level basketball player. We've had players call this the best hour of basketball learning of their lives and it's completely free. So go to deepgame.com right now or just click the link in the description and I I can't wait to see you there.